welcome back to DC Cinematic Minute. It's the daily podcast in which we analyze Dawn of Justice by each individual minute. My name is Mark. You can find me on all social media at Mark Meadows. And I'm Nathan. You can also find me on social media at NoClutchNate. I'm Andrew. You can find me at the Disney Animation Minute Essentials Podcast. Alrighty. And today on Dawn of Justice, we're talking about minute number 20. And a minute starts with in, in thought, kind of. Kind of lingers on <laughs> so her. He for wrote a bit. down. Yeah. And then the minute ends with two cops watching football, which is weird because the entire minute does not really take place with either of those characters. Do we see that they're cops? Yeah. It yeah. does like. It, it's weird because it, it's the same shot, but it just kind of zooms out, but it's like a cut zoom out. It's really weird. All right. It's like them watching football, and then it zooms out showing that it's two cops watching football. It's really weird. I think I think we should dive straight into the most important question of this minute. Why is Gotham so bad at sports? Um, you know, I think it's Cause they I think it's the to, air pollution. Forgot to take control of their city. They forgot to take control of their city. It's dirty. I don't. I okay. This leads me to another question because, like, historically in the United States, there have been many highly paid, highly skilled athletes who have become involved with the law in a negative sense do you think batman okay. would go after guys like that is he gonna ruin go after his athletes yeah who who like i mean michael vick dog dog fighting ring is yeah. batman gonna oh, hit yeah. that is he gonna absolutely is he gonna go after that so he's gonna ruin his city's morale by ruining their sports teams because he's going after their best players because they're criminals yeah i don't think batman's is that the way to too save focused your city? is that the way to save your city I don't know if he's really caring about the morality of his city at, at all. I think he's just trying Built to on lies. Then who cares? Yeah, deface that stuff real quick. Do you, I? I think that might be why Gotham sports teams aren't doing so doing so hot. The the highly paid, highly skilled athletes maybe got in his way. Oh, it's like how um, someone once told me in high school. It was like. Certain high schools, like, their football teams are really good for, like, the first three weeks, and then their football teams really suck because all the great players, like, get kicked off the team because their grades are so bad. So, I mean, that was an analogy. I, I, I wouldn't know. never heard that? No, I, I wouldn't know. Um, <laughs> another thing I was going to say, it's like, you could ask that question, but not about sports, but you could ask that about, like, anything, really. Like, maybe, like, religion. Like, do you continue to praise a certain religion because of moral value or do you shed light on the history of it and how maybe pretty damn shitty that religion was yeah you're all right <laughs> I, I, I don't know if that one ties in so much <laughs> but okay i do have I, but like my next question how's business doing in gotham because like does batman go after white collar criminals he finds out a ceo's embezzling does batman grab yeah, that guy shut down that entire company yeah, hundreds of yeah. people, yeah. maybe thousands, out of a job. Yeah, yeah. and then uh, Wayne Industries, heck, uh, in Zionist, Black Mask, and Penguin. Yeah, but then Wayne is like, "You have a job with us now." This I don't know. Like this movie's Batman doesn't seem like that kind of Bruce Wayne, where he's like, "I'm going to make sure that everyone whose job I ruined as Batman gets picked up by Wayne Enterprises." Yeah, no, not this movie's Batman. Wait, but, but other versions of Batman. Not, I mean, yeah, definitely. That mean, but that's like assuming that Batman is always just gonna 
punch his way through something. I mean, you could, if you're a really good Batman, then you can fight things as Bruce Wayne, right? I mean, that's, yes. then you just monopoly someone out of business because you don't agree with their character. Yes. Right. Are you, what are you, I don't... I'm saying I don't know. I don't remember where an argument was. Where I don't to... know. I don't know. <laughs> well, no. I'm just asking. Like, like, is Batman helping the city if he's like ruining the sports team? That that was the origin of this question. And is the sports uh, team bad you... because Batman oh, is I mean... is capturing and arresting or or whatever? Not arresting, but I guess dropping off at at GCPD uh, the the athletes from their teams like why like my main question is like why is Ga- why is gotham's sports team so bad i guess because most of gotham's sports uh athletes are criminals i don't want to assume here <laughs> i feel like that's a very bad decision um but what percentage I, I was... of what percentage of gotham is criminal that uh, is a good 30 percent. i would say 30 that sounds like a good good number because like we we know like from the comics from everything it's like gotham is like is the rough, rough, rough city. Uh, yeah, all, like, like even outside of Gotham, like, criminals, like, do trade through Gotham. It's like that, it's like, you know, Tortuga Port, pretty much. Like, yeah. everything so has to go through Gotham. It is definitely a haven of crime. Yeah, everything goes through Gotham. Like, it goes through the port, it goes through all that stuff, man. So, so yeah, it's just bound. So, maybe 30% is even less than what I'm giving it. Ye- yeesh. Uh... I mean, it depends. Like, I, I would say, like, nobody in Gotham probably could be very far from crime. But I I, I think, you know, there's a good chance that, like, 70% of the people are not knowingly affiliated with crime. But, like, if you work at a laundromat, yeah. like, then, like, there's probably some money laundering. Yeah. But you might not necessarily be directly related. Yeah. But you're just at the front counter taking care of people's suits. Yeah. So I, mean, I would say... Like the the industries in Gotham are probably connected to a lot of crime, corrupt. But yeah, but the people of Gotham, yeah, I'd say like a thirty seventy might be fair. Yeah, I'd yeah, I'd stick to that. Been there. I don't Been know anything there. about like like comparable crime rates in other cities in the United States. Like right now, whether there's any city that has like thirty percent of the people there are definitely like arrestable criminals. I don't think we have that kind of data, but we'll say that's what it is for Gotham. Yeah. So those are really good questions, especially the white-collar one. I really like that question. Would he go I'm, after white-collar people? Yeah, he, like, do, he does. Like I said, Black Mask, yeah. he's white-collar. There's that time that Tim Drake bankrupted Cobblepot. Yeah. Just, you know, because he was a criminal. Yeah. And he knew how to do it. Um, stole all his money. Um do we want to keep going? I don't know where. No, 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 no. Well, well we can, let's just let <laughs> question to be had in this entire. Let's try minute. to go back to the beginning oh, of the man. minute. Let's try to go in sequence here. Um, I think I, I asked yesterday. Um, are we supposed to be putting? Are we supposed to be putting two and two together in minute nineteen with the burnt bodies and all the kind of. Uh, Survivors? Hostages? From the narrative that we're getting now with the voiceover, yes, we're supposed to be putting like you two definitely put it together because yeah. she says she says like Superman gets here and then there's fire. It's like no, that's like one hundred percent not the order at the, that those things happened. Yeah, and then my other question was, does 
Lois Lane do that? Does is that what's going on in the beginning of this minute with that kind of like zoom into Lois Lane? It kind of yeah, she's putting the pieces together, but she she's like, that, that oh, somebody has framed Superman, or do you think some, she possibly yeah. thinks that Superman did this? No, I don't think she thinks that Cal did it at all. I think she's like, there's something going on here, and it's it's okay. it, but like you know what's what's overcoming that thought process is the need that she needs that she has to help out. She has to help all these people. She has to help the injured. She has to you know do this. this I was and this. thinking that and then she, she sees a journal. She was looking at right. Python. Python was looking at her. And he, in his mind, he's like, "Did Superman just kill all these people?" Yeah. And then she's looking at him like, "Oh, you th- oh, like something's like, happening." Oh, crap! You think he did this? Yeah, yeah. I think that's what it is. He he sees Lois. He probably is coming up with like, "Oh, familiar face. Let me try to get like what's going on." But then you know, looking around like, I just saw Superman like fly through here. Like, what what the what happened? So and she yeah. So people like Python, their thought process. It's their thought process has to be somehow that they saw a ton of smoke, then they saw the drone go by, they saw the drone explode, because Superman, and then mm-hmm. they got here. So they think he basically... So what do they think? That he burned everyone and then blew up the drone so that it wouldn't destroy the compound. But like, if he was there already and had burned everyone before the drone got there, he could have saved Lois and just let the drone blow it up. Yeah, I don't. And think... Lois doesn't have to be on the ground. Like, why didn't he just? Why didn't he grab Lois and take her away? By the way, good question. He, yeah, he like, could've... why did well... he have to leave her? Like, did she have to like get a ride back with Python and his crew, find a transport back to the United States, yeah. get her passport stamped and everything? Yep, she had to go probably back through like military reasons instead of just just in. What if uh, the CIA guy who was flying the drone? What if he's what if he's in on it? And he's like, no, 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 we're going to bomb up this compound, and you guys are going to have horses and not motorcycles, so it takes you a really long time to get there. I don't know. What if he's in on it? Nah, that's a little bit of a stretch. I'm just, yeah. I don't think Python and his group saw Superman uh, fly okay. through and, and, and destroy oh, the yeah, drone and the thing. See that. But I feel yeah, like they were, it. they would have been close enough that like if there was an explosion from that drone, they like two miles isn't that far when you've got something up in the sky. I mean, they probably heard it, but maybe didn't you know figure out that it was the drone blowing up, or didn't figure out that it was whatever. I think it's just they're getting you know these people running up to them, pleading, "Help us, help us!" Charred bodies, yada yada. Oh, Lois Lane, Superman. Oh crap, he did this, and mm-hmm. nobody else is there. Like none of the bad guys are still there. I mean, yeah. like, did the so. bad guys like sweep up all of their bullet casings? Yeah, I assume so, because later on in the film, we figure out that these bullets are, you know, something. So, yeah, there there had to have been something. Maybe they probably just threw them in the pile and, and burned them. I just, like, I I can't really conceive of a way that um, people would believe that Superman did this. Like, that there's not, obviously, enough, like, pushback against it. To say is like, no, this doesn't seem like Superman. Also, like, yeah. why would he put him into piles? Wouldn't he just burn him on the spot? Like, yeah. ask Lois Lane. Again. She knows She knows Superman. Um, do we have any evidence that there was a fire going before the drone stuff? Like, what? Like, what's the time frame? Because, like, the person says there was the explosion and then the fire. But, like, they have drone footage that there was a fire before the drone blew up. Like, they saw the smoke. 
that's you, that, that's if that's if they were to go to trial. We're not in a trial. We're still just yeah, getting testimony. Third world, third world country. Yeah. Like an investigation. On yeah. 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 I just like. <laughs> I feel like I like all you have to do is ask like two other people who were witnesses to it, like the drone pilots and Lois Lane, and say it's like oh her like this woman's story doesn't quite add up. Because that's not like, the order that things happen. Assuming, like, like the sky cracking, that's, like, the drone exploding. Is that what we yeah. take that as? Yeah, yes, but then again, there's this testimony. Um, we should have a podcast that's, like, an in-universe, like, talking heads, like, CNN, <laughs> where they, like... It could be, yeah. It's, like, where we talk about the Superman crisis. The testimony <laughs> that we get, we're supposed to... We're supposed to believe it, but there's things in the testimony that lead us to not believe it, so we can't... So we're questioning it, but so in the, like, so know, in the, the theatrical sky... cut, this is the main example. Like we don't actually have all of this footage uh, that happened in this week of the mercenaries doing all of it, burning the bodies, yeah. all of that. That's not in the yeah. theatrical cut. So in the theatrical cut, we are basically running with this testimony as the example of what happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the, yeah it's that's what I'm saying. There, I remember walking out of the theater in the theatrical cut, thinking like, I did like that movie, but I don't know if I understood it. Like there was, there's something, there's something wrong about that movie. Like there was just something that wasn't I, right. I really, I remember um, hearing the the testimony mm-hmm. immediately after he smashed the wall. Because I mean, you tackle a guy through a wall, you know, super. Yeah, famous, I remember voiceover. And then you hear a testimony like that. Yeah. You're like leading your audience to believing that Superman just killed a bunch of people. Yeah. With no sense of like, it's not even. It's like. Like, I don't even know if it's next week with your brother, but I'm pretty sure it's the week after that that we finally get some exposition of, like, Lois, I didn't kill those people. Oh, yeah, and it's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. What? And like, what? And you only get that in the theatrical version. Yeah. Like, so it's, it's really misleading in the theatrical version because it makes you think he killed those people. Yeah. I mean, like, right. that's, again, that's why, like, I'm sorry, uh, David Brenner, but it's like if you're going to edit a film to be short. This theatrical (laughs) cut is a little uh, too rough. You're like purposely making someone look like a bad guy. And then you guys are going to get people who don't like your movie because they think Superman's a bad guy. Yeah. So I don't know. It was was just extremely misleading. And um, I think, you know, there should have been a way to fix that. Uh, um, oh, with all this, there is a reason why this we're getting this testimony. Yes, it's like exposition and like trying to like you know it's mm-hmm. a setup and all that stuff. But this testimony um, reflects something that actually happened in our real world. Go for it. Go for it. So back in what nineties? Yeah, nineties. Mm-hmm. Uh, the U.S. was involved in the Gulf War. Um, do you know how that Gulf War, you know, how we first got involvement in there, Mark? Andrew, anyway? anyway. I'm, I'm gonna, it was something I, much like this. I was not well informed on the Gulf War. I was a okay. little too young. Okay, well, same here. I'm, you know, I was born in 91, so I didn't really know. But, you know, digging through and caring about, for some reason, military stuff. It's been stuff 30 years. Maybe. Yeah, anyway. Um, so, the beginning of the Gulf War... Gulf War there was this this girl who had a testimony that was very similar to what this woman is saying mm-hmm. um, about terrorists in her country of uh, Kuwait, and her name was uh, Naira uh, Al Sabad, I think is what it was. Yeah, 
Um, and she pretty much went on the stand and said that there were, uh, you know, terrorists in Kuwait and they were actively, uh, you know, invading our villages and killing children and, you know, the open streets and raping women and all these horrible, you know, things that, you know, she was trying Buzzwords. to... Yeah, all these buzzwords that she was just pressing and everybody was just like, oh my God, we have to do something, you know, in order to get USA involvement to, to step in and try to do this. Um, come to turn out that this, this girl, Naira, was actually the daughter of the uh, ambassador to Kuwait uh, for the US. So her testimony was all like, you couldn't, you couldn't have it. Like, you have to throw it all out because she has, you know, direct ties to you know, the government sanction, that's what's going on. It was pretty much, you know, I don't necessarily know what actually happened in the villages and in Kuwait and everything like that. It could be fake. It could be real, yada, yada, whatever. The sole purpose was that, you know, they used this girl, this little girl, who claimed to be a person and to see these heinous acts of, of terrorists and violence in order to get USA involvement, which is, you know, literally the same exact thing what we're seeing um, with this testimony in this movie. So... I, uh, and I didn't realize that when I first saw this movie, and I didn't even realize that after I watched it at home in the theatrical cut. This came about, I don't know, maybe a few months ago, I was thinking. Mm-hmm. I heard it on the radio that there was, I, I guess it was the anniversary of this testimony, and uh, they were talking about it on the radio. There was something about her, and, uh, you know, talking about it, and... I was listening and they were describing it and I was like, wait a second, I, I know that. Like, how do I know that? And then I like immediately I texted you and I was like, I, you know, you Mark. And I was like, yo, did you did you know that this was a thing? Like, did you know that's how they pulled this from Donna Justice? It was it's pretty cool. So that's my rant. So they, they dug into rant. like like very real world. Um, yeah. Very history real world. and events to yeah. to say like, hey, here's the thing that's happening. And we are yep. definitely couching it in terms of. The world we live in. Yeah, absolutely. Which is, you know, again, I mean, one of my favorite aspects about this movie. Or this universe, because they yeah. do it a lot with other stuff. Yeah. The Black Zero event. Yes, absolutely. The Black Zero event mm-hmm. was, you know, of course. So, again, this is, you know, um, just a, a, a call to, to the Gulf War. So, what is, who is this character that we're talking about now that is kind of like being our fictional version of what's going on you know mark and all this uh information that i just gave you i failed to write that down so you got oh, it buddy okay. <laughs> her name is kahina ziri that is, is that the, the actress or the the character this is the character okay the actress okay. is uh wunmi mosaku how do you say that wunmi wunmi yeah w-u-n-m-i uh-huh. and then k-o-s-a-k-u no, I'm sorry. M O S A K U. Wunmi Mosaku. Mosaku. Very Japanese sounding name. It does sound a little Japanese. Um, hmm. Kahina Ziri. The Kahina name is. You were telling me earlier that's like kind of in DC Comics lore. Kahina? Kahina? I don't remember saying that. Oh, okay. Well, I remember saying that. Um, no, I don't know what I, I don't remember. Really? <laughs> Really, I remember you asking me something, and I, I probably misunderstood your question. Oh, it's okay. Um, I have it written here. Then. Oh, it go says, for it. Kahina was a seer and a member of the others. Um, oh, oh, yeah. oh, so Aquaman she, and the yeah. others. Okay. Yeah. Oh no! Why did you? Did I ever? I don't remember I if I ever. Said, said I thought you said you had information on the character. I, I have it. information on who 
Kahina represents, which is the Nahira from oh. our real world. Okay. So <laughs> that's my job. You're the one supposed to be doing the DC Comics. It's very true. So we yeah. kind of switch positions on this one. Okay. Yeah. So Kahina in DC Comics lore um, is a ally to Aquaman and the others yeah. during those comic book runs and, and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And uh, so yeah, there I've finally done that segment now what can you what is she who was she was she the she wasn't no that was vostok he was a guy on the moon um she was the one seeking some sort of uh here i'll just read this quick little blurb she was looking for fellow member in the jungle to give her the golden seal before she could do so kahina herself was found by black manta who defeated her in battle and took the golden seal yeah at her last breath kahina begged for arthur curry to come to her aid kahina was then killed by manta uh, and some other stuff, but we'll, we'll stop there. Do you think she's going to be in the Aquaman movie? Nope, she got nope. hit by train. <laughs> uh, speculation. Uh, That's pretty good speculation, Mark. You want to put money down on, on, yeah, on, on that? The, on the facts. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Andrew, have you seen the rest of the... Um... I haven't, actually. I was going to save that till you asked me about like my experience the first time seeing uh, Donna Justice and... Uh, I, I still haven't actually seen it. I talked about on Monday that I, I didn't see it in theaters, but um, no, all I've seen is, is these five minutes and like maybe a handful of clips around, but I haven't sat down to actually watch the movie outright. She is her. She, and... She's, she's in the, uh, in the building when, when a certain large, perhaps incendiary event happens. It's uh, no, not exactly. No, nope. Oh, she, so, so surprise, surprise. <laughs> I, I will be listening no. to you guys, and I will want to know the fate of of this character. Yeah. All I will say is that um, she is one of the biggest parts taking... I think most of the film that is taken out between the theatrical cut and the extended uh, universe is somewhat revolving around this character. Gotcha. Um, because this character gives us a lot of the explanation of what's going on or because if you look at the theatrical version this Nairomi attack was just something that happened in the beginning that yeah. was like oh it's introduction superman, superman. superman did something bad yep oh he saved lois yeah. lane but in the ultimate edition the Nairomi incident is the is the backbone yeah it is the it's the story Gotcha. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's the weirdest thing because if you watch the theatrical version, it's just kind of like a, "Hey, this happened. Yeah, time to move on." They cut a lot of Kahina's parts out. Um, yeah, Kahina. That's what it is. Yeah, Kahina. Uh, they cut them out, and I feel like it could have been like maybe too confusing for a general audience to add this other character that really is essentially no one, but she has such a like uh, uh, her her story is the driving force of what this movie is about. And maybe that was like lost in confusion somewhere, and people were like, "Ah, well, cut out some of her parts because a lot of her parts that we're going to cover in this are were not in the theatrical one." So, nope. I don't know. I feel like it might have just been like a one it's, one less character yeah. that we need to worry about. Like, you know, we'll learn Jenna Malone. Yeah. So, yeah, and so yeah. So as you watch that Ultimate Cut, it'll be like you'll see this guy with the sunglasses and her be almost like. Uh, best friends yeah best friends Um, uh, we'll keep it at that yeah (laughs) Uh, we're also introduced some other characters like holly hunt's character uh senator finch um 
She, yes, she is in Incredibles, and then she's also in some other things like the piano and stuff like that. But, you know, I mostly know her from Incredibles, so don't yeah. judge me, okay? There's <laughs> <laughs> um, a good movie. It's a good superhero movie. It it's is a, a really great good movie. superhero movie. I think we've talked about it once during Man of Steel. Did we? Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm sure you must have at least once brought up the Incredibles. Oh, yeah. Um... We are introduced to another somewhat iconic character uh, called Mercy Graves. And it's weird that she says the word mercy right before we see Mercy Graves. I, I noticed that when I was no, taking notes. Yes, I, I didn't did. notice that. You didn't that. notice it? Yeah, she says I it's like, I didn't catch that either. Yeah, it's like she says something about he has no mercy or something like that. And then it switches to mercy. It's like, oh, yeah, I see what you did there. Like, yeah, because Lex Luthor's got all the mercy. Yep. 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 Really? Really. Damn. Now I gotta watch this. Um, <laughs> um, I, <clears throat> I don't know why I, I just I, I should have notes on Mercy, but I'll 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 give you her background in comics when we actually get introduced to her her name. Isn't so, her background was was she from comics or was she created for the animated series? Oh yeah, no, you're right, Andrew. You're totally right on that one. She so, she was kind of a, a Harley Quinn. Yeah, um, she sort was. Of thing. She was. She was the uh, just the android assistant. She, she was adapted into comics. She wasn't an android originally. No, in not the animated originally. series. Yeah, but, yeah. I mean, like, she's a great character in the animated series. She's also in the Wolverine. She plays a character named Mariko, but I've never seen that movie. So I you don't... didn't see that one? Yeah, she's no. like main character. Yeah, she's it's, very yeah. important. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, that movie. It's not the best Wolverine movie, but it's it's decent. A Wolverine movie. No, because, well, everybody says that Wolverine Origins is a terrible movie. I love that movie. I saw that movie like three times in theaters. That movie is just fun. That was just great. The Wolverine was lost on me. It was like a serious, campy comic book movie. And I didn't, it like didn't Punisher jive with War me. Games. I didn't see that movie. Oh, it's like the same thing. Yeah. Every, everyone here has a movie we didn't see. <laughs> <laughs> it's very true. Yeah. And we all call ourselves fans. What are we, crazy? <laughs> There's a lot um, of movies. <laughs> yeah mercy graves is played by tao okamoto that's i'm you should you're I'm, I'm applauding you on these pronunciations of names especially with these japanese ones you're pretty good at it yeah no no comment what do you mean no comment <laughs> just be like yeah i watch a lot of anime like no i <laughs> that's like, that excuse man literally trying to learn japanese at the same time right now are you yeah like in real life, you're trying to like, yeah. like Rosetta Stone. Yeah, kinda. Do I have to pay someone now? No, <laughs> we're good. <laughs> but I do practice all the time at work. That's good. Yeah, I'm bettering yourself. It's it's good to be bilingual. Absolutely. Oh yeah. Um. I I just I just, I saw the mercy thing that you're talking about. Oh, did you? Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's yeah. Silly, right? Um, I, I don't think it's intentional, but I feel like someone in editing was like, "Oh, watch this." Yeah. We're, <laughs> yeah. We're also introduced to another senator, but they don't list his name yet. But we're going to be seeing him later on when we are introduced to this film's main antagonist. Sure. So we'll be seeing that guy later. So just yeah. a little note on that guy. Um, My next note is just uh, uh, football. That's it. That was it. <laughs> That's it. Oh, That's I. All he wrote. I. Uh, I wrote down that uh, 
Senator Finch really is just quoting Jurassic Park here. Yep. It, like, it's, it's a shameless Jurassic Park quote. But it doesn't kind of... I don't know. It's it, it is, but at the same time, it's like that's a serious question to ask about Superman. Yeah, like like it's it's not an illegitimate question, but it's so hard to like phrase it in in such a similar structure to that and not be like people are gonna are, like people are gonna notice that this is a what, Jurassic Park thing. What what quote are you guys referring to? Just so uh, talking. Yeah. We were so we've been so interested in what he can do that nobody's bothered to ask what he should do. How does and that relate to Jurassic like, Park? Ian Malcolm, uh, Ian, Ian Malcolm says, like, you were so you were so excited about whether or not you could make dinosaurs that yeah. you never asked if you should. If you should. If you should. Yeah. Maybe she just watched Jurassic Park. Yeah, maybe she's, she's just like, a big I, Jeff I, Goldblum I, fan. She's a big fan of Jeff Goldblum. All of I his mean, movies. Jurassic Park. Who is it? Independence Day. You know how many... <laughs> so I guess say, you know how many Jurassic Park podcasts are out there? A lot. Are there really? Yeah, people like Jurassic Park. People like it's dinosaurs. People do like dinosaurs. People like, like Jeff dinosaurs. Goldblum. People like people love Jeff Goldblum. I'm one. I mean, he's pretty. He's pretty great. Like every time I watch Independence Day, I'm like, man, Jeff Goldblum's really great. Kills it. You know, we were talking about this the other day. No one in our like friend group and everything like that has seen the second Independence Day. Have you seen it, Andrew? I've never seen. Nope. It. Nope. Oh, nope, nope. see, dang. <laughs> Which is disappointing because I'm like, I know Jeff Goldblum's got a huge part in it. Yeah. Why didn't I go see that? <laughs> yeah, and I mean, the first uh, first one's Independence Day. It's a great movie. No, yeah, it's but not. I, I, I know yeah, for the time. Yes. When I watched I would, it the yeah. other day, I watched it last year and I, I kind of sat back and I went, wow, this movie is propaganda. <laughs> this movie. Oh, is, it's super propaganda. It's like, yeah, it's not even. It's about fighting aliens on the 4th of July. It's a, like, what do you mean? Yeah. It's like super <laughs> like, America saves the entire world. Yeah. America. America saves the world. Yeah. Bill yeah. Because they saved the world the on world. America's Independence Day. And it, and it no just so happened the president of the United holiday. States is a, yeah, the president's okay, the best Pullman, jet fighter so, ever. So good in that movie. Bill Pullman's great. <laughs> There's some great performances in that movie. I'm just saying. Whether or not it's a little jingoistic, there are some great performances there. Got to give credit. Can you tell us about the first time you saw Donna <laughs> Justice? <laughs> I haven't seen it. <laughs> he hasn't seen it. No, you saw it. You've never seen the entire movie at all. No. You guys talked about it um, yeah. when I was on for Man of Steel, and then I, I didn't actually watch it. <laughs> Are you literally watching this? You're watching these minutes. He's just I watching just watched, the minutes. I just watched these minutes. That's it. Can you That's tell, you tell to... us about the first time you saw these minutes and what you thought? <laughs> <laughs> I saw these minutes a couple weeks ago for the first time. <laughs> um. No, I like I had a lot of context for it because I listened to a lot of podcasts, so I heard a lot of discussions of uh, Dawn of Justice, and and like I mentioned on my other podcast, the Protagonist Podcast, there was discussion about it from people who had seen it, but it, a large amount of that was them saying like, "Andrew, don't go see it." <laughs> yeah. Um. So I have a lot of context for like I know what the story is in in a, like a grand scheme. I don't know a lot of the uh, individual segments. I haven't seen most of the sequences or, or scenes. Um, but mm-hmm. uh, like I heard a majority of the common complaints, uh, and praises that went into this movie, uh, because I was, I was plugged into the media response to it. Um, if not the, the actual viewing of it. Uh, have you seen the other ones like suicide squad and wonder woman? 
Yes. So this is the only one I haven't seen. Okay. Um, like- it and a part of it I think was just like the the media surrounding it at the time was like it's pretty rough and all the things I heard like just kind of conspired to make me say uh, I'll, I, I'm not going to get myself to the theater at this point yeah. and then I never had it on hand for um, for yeah. viewing and you were dating I mean, come on the right motivation <laughs> yeah the wife <laughs> yeah so there was far more we watch a lot of, we watch a lot of those. Disney movies <laughs> oh that takes precedent. Obviously, I mean, he does yeah, a for, for us, I, that's does. why I'm saying it takes precedent. Yes, <laughs> I was serious. Um, I wasn't. Yeah, but um, I, I know you mentioned something about like my Batman Superman. Yeah, if like, you um, had like any, you know, sort of favorite uh, meetup between the two characters, um, you know, book for form, me, movie, anything. I'm going to say it's probably like I, I think it's definitely for me. Um, World's Finest, the the crossover for the animated series in the 90s. Oh yeah, because um, they yeah, yeah. they they had taken a break from Batman to do the Superman series, and this was them bringing it back, and so it was a redesigned Batman. But um, we had that one on on cassette tape. My family did, and so I watched that one a lot. And that's like where I got my background for before I watched like any of the Superman animated series. Probably it's where I got my background for uh, Lex Luthor and Mercy and and all of that stuff. And I think that is a really excellent. Um, Especially for for the animated series in the '90s, a really excellent crossover movie that they made, and they and it's in the episodes too. Um, but mm-hmm. then beyond that, it's mostly the the Justice League cartoon, which I really enjoyed, and they have a good uh, camaraderie throughout a lot of that. Yeah, both the Justice League and Unlimited. Yeah, yeah, and, I agree. Uh, like th- those two shows are really excellent, and I really enjoyed them when I was growing up. And and I still like I can watch a lot of those episodes and be like. This is good yeah. stuff. Some of them, I mean, there's one with like the, um, they go to like an alternate reality with the, it's not the Justice League, but it's, you know, analogs for all the Justice League. That one gets a little creepy at the end, mm-hmm. but, <laughs> but there's a lot of really great episodes where I'm just like, this is so good. And when you get like the good interactions between characters, it's really satisfying. Yeah. No, yeah, for sure. Um, after analyzing these five minutes, do you feel more excited to actually see the film as a whole i i i do want to watch the film as a whole i don't know if i like i don't know how much my opinion is going to change based off everything i've heard or if it will change but i do want to see it sometime and and be like okay like i gotta make sure that i form my own opinion about it at the very least it it's inspired me to like inform my opinion yeah and hey that's all we can ask for you know Mm-hmm. At the end yeah, of the day, absolutely. that's what matters. Because even if you don't like it, you don't like it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But at least and, I'll know for sure for me. Yeah, and at least you'll have the reason. And you spent a, a whole week talking about, you know, <laughs> uh, what f- five minutes of it, and you have that much more of a background than <laughs> more so than anybody else. So. Yeah, right. Yeah, and, and some of the some of those discussions this week, I'm like, okay, like there's something here. Like I I want to find out more, and I don't know if the movie's going to answer these questions for me, but mm-hmm. at the very least, like I think. It, it definitely prompted good discussions through this week. Yeah. there's This movie is very... It can be fickle. There's aspects uh, specifically in dialogue and in conversation that mm-hmm. usually go in one ear and out the other ear of a common viewer. But that's like, you know, turning points and, and main points of, of this movie that that we're going to get into. And, can you uh, imagine that guy, like, if you... <laughs> 
hey, have you ever seen Dawn of Justice? No, but I talked three hours about five minutes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's fantastic. Yeah. So we'll get in. Well, I, I, I mean, like, hey, man, we'll hope I, you uh, I will, tr- I will see it sometime. Yeah. I know. Yes, I, I am going to listen throughout the entire film, I think. I don't know. I think. Maybe you guys get like <laughs> maybe maybe you guys get like a little too out there. I'm like, nah, can't do this anymore. But as of right now, my plan is to stay subscribed. Hey, fair enough. Hey, yeah. And then like you know, we'll be doing Suicide Squad after that. So like, I, I <laughs> definitely have some stuff about Suicide Squad. Yeah, we're yeah, yeah we got some plans for that. Yeah. So count sure. count yourself uh, counted. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> um, cool. Alrighty, guys. Thank you, Andrew, for joining us this week to talk about Donna Justice, the ultimate edition. Thank you edition. for having me. Absolutely. Guys, if you uh, love everything you heard, you can find us on all social media at DCEU Minute. You can find all our other shows like Tarantino Minute, Austin Powers Minute, Honey Hold My Beer, and Stellar Dynamics all on TooOldMedia.com. Um, we also have a link there to, uh, if you use Amazon a lot and you want to help us out, um, just buying everyday stuff that you need off Amazon. It helps us out a bit, too, so you can go to amazon.toolmedia.com. And if you want to join us, people like Andrew and his brother and some of our uh, other guests and listeners, you can join us at BC Cinematic Minute Listener Society. And we get catch you next week here on DC Cinematic <laughs> Minute. It's only a robot. Yeah.